Hi, this is Mike. Hi, this is Russ. Hi, this is Matt, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral podcast, the official podcast of the Lacunical community. You are listening to the na 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 naughty Christmas edition. It was seen. We are it's the twenty second of December. We are but two more sleeps until Christmas. No, that's not right. Is it two? One to twenty third. One to tw- three more. Sleep. I've lost track. Christmas is coming. <laughs> Don't be naughty. Other Krampus will grab you and drag you away. Is all I can. All the advice I can give you right now. now as always, joined by my fellow compadres Russ and Mike. Start off with Mike. Mike, how are you doing, sir? Um, good, thank you. It's been a very busy, busy week at work. I did my Christmas shopping today in 30 minutes and that was pretty good going. So I can relax now. I've got a tree up at home and that looks nice. And last minutes. day at work. You must not you yeah, must yeah. either not buy many presents or, uh-huh. or, or be a Scrooge or the fastest purchaser ever. 30 uh, minutes. Or did you just do it online? Next click. click no, click, no, click. no. I did um, three for family and then I bought gifts for all of my team. So I whizzed wow. around like a madman in half an hour and and then oh, delivered yeah. the presents to my team which is quite good oh speedy claws we'll call you yeah yeah <laughs> in any mince pies yet um i've eaten some at my mother's house last week or even the week before possibly um but nonsense but it's christmas so probably will do quite a lot soon <laughs> yeah good man and how about you russ how are you me, I'm right. No sleep till Krampus. Um, yeah, I've pretty much just been sleeping most of the day. I'm just sort of um, recovering from a week of shows and gigs in London. So uh, it's been a bit hectic as of late, but um, slowly getting into the um, Christmas Krampus spirit. As for me, I've been gearing up for Christmas. I wish my Christmas shopping had taken only 30 minutes. It took a lot longer, uh, unfortunately. And that was after I'd received multiple boxes from Amazon over the course of the last three, four weeks. It's crazy. This time it's crazy. Uh, drones. Well, they delivered by drones. They were well. Well, I'm, I don't want to be disparaging about the delivery drivers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I won't say anything more on that subject. Uh, but there were a few cards through the door which had no associated gifts, so you can read from that what you will. Now here's my story. This is this is quite funny and and, and at the same time exasperating. So I quite like a bit of mulled wine. Okay, and we, I normally just go out and buy a mulled wine from the shops. But this year, my daughter said, I know how to make mulled wine. I'll make some mulled wine for you. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, no problem. And what you need to know is that I have uh, a subscription to Lathwaite's, which is the UK wine merchant. I'm not an aficionado, but I, I like red wine, so I keep some in the house. And there's a particular bottle of uh, Australian Shiraz, which I really like, and I've I've I have three three bottles which I keep for special occasions. It's the most expensive of the wine I've got, and we're not talking a lot of money. It's like a ten twelve pound a bottle or something. But I really like this stuff. So I go out. This is last weekend, and I come home, and my daughter said, "I made the old wine for you." And I went, uh, okay, what what wine did you use? Oh, I just went down to the garage and and got a bottle of wine out. And, I'm like, and at that point, I'm starting to dread what's coming next. And I go, "Which wine did you use?" And she shows me the bottle, and of course it's one of my favourite bottles of wine that she's basically turned into mulled wine, which means you <laughs> lose any kind of flavour, and it just basically tastes of herbs and well, no, spices and fruit <laughs> kind of thing. And she looked at me, and I looked at her, and she kind of goes, "Did I fuck up?" And I went, "Um, 
Little, that's my my, my favourite wine. <laughs> she turned into mold. <laughs> I mean, she was distraught. I calmed her down. I said, "Don't worry, it's not your not your fault." But that's my first Christmas story. I'm sure there will be others. Oh, so it's been a bit of a funny week. I've been to Poland, and as you guys know, fun and following my, me on Facebook, I had a bit of an incident at security as well with a bullet in my pocket. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I won't dwell on that. You can look that one up later. Um, but anyway, it's a Christmas episode. So what we got for you today, we've got an interview, something a little bit different. Uh, we've got reviews, of course. We've got news. Let's start off with news, shall we? So it's been quite an active week in the world of Lacuna Coil, uh, certainly since the last podcast. Uh, I'm sure most of you know by now that the, the Revolver Awards in New York took place last week. Uh, and you can now see the whole thing on YouTube. We'll put a link in the show notes. Hot off the press today, Lacuna Coil have announced the that uh, House of Shame, the first song from the 2016 Delirium album is considered to be the 15th best song of 2016, according to Revolver magazine. So well done, Lacuna Coil. And, and I think that's a really good choice. It's a really heavy song. We love it a lot. And it's good to see it so high up in the awards and uh, very much a, a song of choice by Revolver Mag, which is great. Tour-wise, there's quite a lot already happening in 2017, isn't there, guys? Just looking yeah. at it. It's all beginning to, beginning to add up straight away. We're not even into January yet. And... Lacuna Coil have announced Latin Tour in March with a number of shows there uh, through Latin America. Uh, just this week, they've also announced that they will be in the Czech Republic uh, in July, 16th of July, at the Masters of Rock Festival, um, which is which is great. They've got quite a few festivals lined up, and that's on top of a number of shows that they've already got planned. And if you head over to the Antispara website, you will see that we've got a full list of all the shows already there, so you can click on them see what they're about and then where we can find the details you can either click on the link and go straight to the place where you order your tickets which is hopefully convenient enough for you all so lots of stuff happening as i said it's not even 2017 so it's going to be an exciting year so it's christmas and we've decided as we've done in the past to each come to the the communal log fire in our cabin with a christmas tree lit up and discuss what we think are the the best things for discerning Lacuna Core fans this Christmas 2016. So we've, got, we've each brought, hopefully, because I've not checked with the other guys, but I have anyway, <laughs> we've brought out a top three choices of things that every Lacuna Core fan really ought to have in 2016 at Christmas, either already or opening up on Christmas morning. So... Let's start with number three. And, I, and as I say, we've not matched up beforehand. We might find that uh, we've got a little bit of an overlap here, but I'm not going to let that bother me. So I'll start. My number three is my favourite T-shirt from the current official merchandise, and that is the Delirium Elephant black T-shirt, which has the distinctive elephant skull on the front from the sanatorium in a kind of a triangle with a Kunikor sanatorium all around it. Uh, simple it's just black and white nothing complicated but i think it's my favorite uncomplicated great t-shirt uh if you get the tour one obviously it's got the dates on the back well worth having and it's my favorite t-shirt from this year and i think it's uh definitely needs to be on every lacuna core fans um list of christmas wants that's mine mike what's your number three my number three was that or the faded black skull shirt that's also available. I think that looks quite snazzy. 
um, and it would be good for anyone's collection. I've I've currently got that on order, and I'm waiting for that to arrive. So right, okay. get that. So you so I'm going with the the elephant skull, and you're going with the the grey shirt with the the skull. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And what about you, Russ? What's your number three? Me, I was going to go with something culturally relevant. So it's Italian. I would say go out shopping, and if you've never tried it, grab yourself a good panettone. It's very good this time of year. <laughs> Not necessarily. That's my number three. Related, That's my number three. Number but, three. Um, it's linked. It's it's it comes highly recommended by all members of the band, specifically Marco. So um, if no one's ever tried a panettone, then now's your time to go out and find it. It is the right time to buy a panettone, and it's quite expensive in the UK. Unfortunately, I've got a localicio is quite close to me, so I can get a really good one. Um, but if you look out for it, it's. They are, they are appearing all over um, the different shops now. It's, it's Panatone is drifting into the UK market. Uh, I prefer the fruit ones to the chocolate one. Just saying. Find the chocolate good one. Shout. Got to yeah, be fruit. Got to be a fruit, Panatone. Okay. Yeah. All right. Non-Lacuna core related, other than the fact it's highly desirable and the band will love it, especially Marco, as you say. But then again, it is food. Um, but that's a good number three. Okay. <laughs> My number two. So my number two, and I'll admit already this is proving very difficult to get now, so I'm sorry if you've not got it. But my number two of, of uh, the list of things that every Lacuna Core fan should have at Christmas, if not before, is the red vinyl version of Delirium. Okay? Now, there's been quite a few different versions, vinyl versions of the album out, but this is my favourite. Uh, it's really striking really bright red looks great when you're giving it a spin uh i mean I, I like the others i like the gold and the silver and the white and all that kind of stuff but for me the red one really it really feels like a lacuna coil album i don't know why i can't explain it um but red's the color for me and that's my that's my number two mike what's your number two my number two is the i don't believe in tomorrow hoodie to keep you warm on these cold winter nights currently available on backstreet merch and it's half price currently. So I would say if you haven't got that, go and buy it. I've already got two, I think, and they are very, very good merch items. I love the fact you're not even sure how many you've got. I think uh, I've no. got two. I might yeah. have four. Amazing. It is a great, yeah. it is a great one. I mean, it's a zip-up one, and I prefer zip-up hoodies. I, I was yes. going to give an honourable mention to the new hoodie, which is extremely comfortable, the, the sanatorium one. Uh, but it's not zip-up. And mm. I, I I much prefer a zip up hoodie than an over the head one. Uh, still a great hoodie, but it's it's not reached my number, my number two or or any of my number three, my number twos. It's not reached any of my um top three this year. The only thing I say about the that particular hoodie is that um the picture on the back is quite contentious, isn't it? It's like a a Madonna with a sewn up mouth. I don't know if you noticed mm. that. And my wife has commented when I've worn it, like oh, that's a bit contentious, depending on where you go. And I'm not, I didn't even I got I got away with that. I got away with that. I got asked to um what was it wear a Christmas jumper to work day and I wore that hoodie and when people asked what the fuck are you wearing, I said, Well it's Christmas, it's the Virgin Mary on the back. <laughs> <laughs> See? It works, lads, it works. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I suppose it could have been worse. Um what's, oh God, what's the name of the band? Um yeah, a cradle of filth. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah you, you could have been wearing a cradle of filth. T-shirt. <laughs> For mean, anyone that doesn't know what we're referring to, type into Google, Google "cradle of filth nun" t-shirt. That's yeah. all you need to know. I'm not saying yes. what's on the t-shirt, <laughs> specifically what's on the back of the t-shirt. Oh, back Google in the day. 
Yeah, don't but, don't wear that on Christmas. Some people have been actually. People have been arrested for wearing that T-shirt. I know. What a world we live in where you can be arrested for... Oh, to be fair, oh, it's intentionally but... offensive. But well, well, as I've said many times, one can't give offence, one can only take offence. I think they're hilarious, but there we go. Okay, so that's your number two. Right, my number one is the new Lacuna Core beanie hat. It's winter, okay? It's cold out there. Well, okay, for half the world. It's summer for the other half. But anyway, so it's where I am... It's winter, it's cold, it's it's simple, it's got the Lacuna Core logo on the front. Uh, it's a bit baggy for me, actually, and I've lost it once, which means it's quite, you know, it's quite a dear thing to me now that I've managed to recover my, my Lacuna Core beanie hat. Uh, always worth having a good beanie in your pocket, and that's my number one gift that all Lacuna Core fans should have or desire to have this Christmas time. Mike, what's your number one? And it's also mine, and I've worn it today to work, and it's very warm, and I love it lots. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Do you only have one, or have you lost count? Oh, I, I, it's not like I've got several stashed away. I've only got one at the moment, but right. I probably will buy another one as a spare. I do have quite a few Lacuna Core beanies, but um, I've only got one version of that. Nearly ended yeah. up with two. Thanks to Hannah. She, 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 <laughs> she managed to look after my lost beanie and return it to me. Bless her, yeah. I, I, one thing about that, so a little bit of story. I lost it. I think, I think I've told you this before, but I've told everybody before. I lost it in London. And so if you were at the backstage waiting for Lacuna Call to come out in the, at Coco, and you kept seeing me walking in and out and in and out, and looking, that was me looking for my bloody beanie hat because I dropped it inside and I couldn't find the bloody thing. Fortunately, I got it back a couple of days later. But that's my number one. And and apparently Mike's. So Russ, what's your number one? Boom, my number one, funny enough, you already mentioned it earlier in your list. Mine would be the um, Delirium Red Vinyl, or any vinyl of your choosing, really, because it's Christmas. It's the time of, you know, giving and receiving presents. So um, you should grab yourself a vinyl, and uh, if you haven't got a vinyl, go and pick up a record player, and then you can go out and buy all the Lacuna Coil vinyls, because generally everything from Karma Code up to Delirium is readily available on vinyl. And uh, if you hunt, you know, low and high enough, you might even be able to pick up Unleashed Memories and Comalize somewhere along the lines. But um, Karma Code onwards, you've got no excuses. Yes, I totally agree. And let's face it, if you don't realise already, or haven't realised already, I should say, uh, vinyl is definitely having a renaissance. It, it has is, been for a while is. now. It's getting proven very, very popular. And you owe it to yourself because, let's face it, the albums just look so great. And they make great pieces of art. Stick them in an album cover, frame them, put them on the wall when you're not playing them. That's what I do. They look great. Okay, so those are our top three. I've got one thing I should say. That an honourable mention goes out to the Christina custom doll that was recently auctioned. Um, obviously, there was only one of them, and one lucky coiler got that. But it did go for about, two. was it 2,550 euros? Good job. Excellent. Good job to, to, to the winner of that one. Fantastic. And that's all for charity. So there you go. That's our top three with a few honourable mentions for the naughty Christmas Lacuna Core fan. Right. So a little bit of a story here. Uh, in the last podcast, we interviewed Marco. In this podcast, he kind of returns a favour. So th- the story is that uh, we were sitting in a really good pub. Do you remember that pub, guys? It was, it was a fantastic pub. in Yeah, very nice pub fantastic we really love that pub great food as well uh, as you'll hear in fact um 
and uh, we, we played a few card games and a few chats and then of course Michael came along and joined us and he, I, I can't remember if it was his idea it might even have been yours Russ, but I think it was Marco's idea he just got his phone out turned on the recording and said I'm going to interview you so in a bizarre twist of fate this is a interview performed by Marco of yours truly or yeah, interview me as it were I can't even get my words out tonight you get it uh, you, you get the idea uh, it's a bit surreal in places it's also a bit loud uh, it's interrupted by dinner and probably my favourite interruption ever of any interview I've ever been part of was the chap that when someone says delirium, it might even have been Marco quite loudly from across the side of the pub. The guy goes delirium and then subsequently stops the interview way, goes and gets a picture and has this, um, has something signed. I think it's the album signed or something. You, you, I mean, the whole thing is just a, a bit silly and a bit, a bit fun. And there was beer flowing as well. So it, it gets a bit crazy in places. But anyway, it's a bit different, and we thought it appropriate for the Christmas episode, so I hope you enjoy it. Ciao, Matt. Ciao. How are you doing? Very good. So, well, let's, start the really let's, uh, the, let's start the interview. Okay, so you're going to interview me? I will you? speak slowly so you can understand my English and louder, okay, so you can understand my English. Okay. So, when uh, you met uh, Lacuna Coil for the first time, uh, when did I meet Lacuna Coil for the first time? No, that's English. I say, when you met Lacuna Coil for the first time. Okay. So you have to answer it with my accent. <laughs> I know how interviews... Okay, so I met Lacuna Coil for the first time. No, that's German. Don't say Z. That's fucking German. You say Z. I'm not saying I'm sinking. You just say, <laughs> okay. What are you thinking about? It was, what are you thinking about? It was at the Astoria yeah. in 2003. Yep. Yeah. I think it was about the 27th of December. That was Man, really? No, it was no, 2003. Same, both years, oh. same date. Yeah, are so, you kidding me? You, no. you don't remember the fucking day? Yeah, okay. so I remember it for a couple of reasons. So, okay. me. it was... The, I... Emailed Christina and said, "Can I get an interview? Yeah. Do I run a website?" Yeah. She said, "Yeah," and she put me in, in in contact with a woman at Century Media that was arranging interviews. Yeah. And they put me on the list to get into the interview. Yeah. As Matt Witchcraft. Actually, we call you. Actually, we call you for at least four or five year whatever craft. Yeah, which is fine. <laughs> which is yeah. fine. Yeah. Which, whatever, uh, who cares? Uh, yeah. That, that so, craft. Um, that, I actually only, I saw you all, because I was in Not the, because we're rude, just no, because no. it was impossible to read your yeah, fucking course. last name. Okay. So, um, I didn't actually meet you all, I only met Andy. Mm -hmm. For an interview. How rude. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, you, everybody else was I wasn't talking. even talking no, you, English probably. No, you weren't. And to be yeah. fair, anyway, so... Um, <laughs> So you, you, I remember you were filing through because I think you just come back from like a, a photo shoot or something, mm -hmm. and then the woman said, "Okay, I've got do you." you a, do, do you think you're still recording? I, I don't care to be honest. I've, I've had a couple of these. So, so um, she said to me, "I got you an interview with Andy. Is that okay?" And I went, "Of course it's okay. Like it was some kind of problem." And then we went upstairs and um, I did an interview, which I had all the questions. 
Yeah. And I said, oh, I run a website called Empty Spiral. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, I know that. I said, what? And he went, no, he said to me, he goes, oh, yeah, I go there all the time to get the news about what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And find out where we're touring. And, and that, so that was the first time I interviewed someone from the Kindle. Okay. It was actually a year later. Yeah. At the Hammersmith Apollo. Okay. That where point. I went downstairs into your dressing room. And you kind of, it's a bit weird because you kind of treated me like a celebrity. Really? Yeah, you kind of went, hey, it's Matt. And you kind of came over and then we did an interview. Actually, you are. You did have giant um, sunflower. I had a big sunflower in my head. head. In my head. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, you remember? Yeah. Who was that the first time? That was 2004. That's when I first met you. Yeah. yeah. Really? Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Yeah, so. So. That was yeah. in the, the dressing room at the House of Apollo. And that was the first time I met you. Okay. Nice. There you go. Perfect. So that was the first question I went out with. Mika, you're longer than me, actually. Yeah. yeah. But not as long as Andy, though. No, yes. Yeah. I, I just don't know how to do it. Take interview. I just like go whatever. By me. No scarcity negative. That. Okay. Oh, so, anyway, second question. Okay. Uh, what do you bring uh, to listen Lacuna Coil? What do I do? What? What do you bring uh, to get? Uh, I don't know. Do you have to, what? What do you? What catched your attention? Oh, okay. To okay. Lacuna so, Coil. To whatever, just try to understand. That, no, what? what <laughs> so why? What? What? Why did I get into Lacuna Coil? Yeah. Yes. Oh wow! What a question. I mean, um, no, actually, was was is what uh, the first thing catch your attention from Lacuna Coil was the legs of Christina or the music? No, it was the music. I, okay, no, just so ask him. I mean, so what happened was uh, um, someone most let of the me, people say Christina. She's a fucking artist. Yeah, no, that's no, right. no, no, okay, no. So, two thousand, so two thousand and three. Yeah. Probably about March. Someone. Fuck you guys, right? So about two thousand and three, about March. Um, my friend of mine, okay, a guy called Paul, let me unleash my Okay. And he let me a load of other CDs as well. That he said, try this, try this, try this. A machine hair. There was a couple of others, mm-hmm. and it, it sat on my shelf because I never got around to listen to them. And okay. Then one Sunday, I distinctly remember it. Yeah. I. Decided to take the first CD, which was on these memories, and I put it into my CD player. Yeah. And I played it, and it was like, boom. Okay. Well, I explode. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sir. Fuck, I will leave like a card for the rest of my life. They blow up my fucking yeah. yeah. No. And metaphorically speaking, boom. Ooh. I call it my musical epiphany. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, of course it was. Yeah. So I remember, I, I listened to Unleashed Memories. Yeah. And everything about it, the soundscape, the voices, the, the harmonies, everything. I listened to that album. Yeah. And I actually distinctly remember um, turning out the lights and sitting on my sofa and yeah. turning up the music so I could just concentrate okay. on the music. That's the way to listen to yeah, music, exactly. actually. And it I was. Listened. It was the way. Now, they're different. Yeah. So I listened to the end of it, and then I started to listen to it again. All the way through. And I've never, ever done that to any, any band ever before. Awesome. And that was how I got into it. And it was just a whole package, okay? Awesome. And then I, I kind of Googled the name. The next day I went out and bought as many albums as I could find. Yeah. And I, then I went to Amazon and I purchased albums as many as I could find. So for me, it's just that whole kind of package of the depth of the music. That's awesome. Uh, and the emotional connection I have with the music. Um, the, the duet between Andrea and Christina. Yeah. Um, Everything, everything, just it's a complete package for me. Awesome. So, uh, 
You speak a lot. Yeah, I know I do. Well, I mean, uh, so let's do the last question because uh, oh, this is the up the HP and mayonnaise is here. Uh, so basically, your food's coming. So you yeah, so, so just cut <laughs> so the fucking interview. But anyway, so what do you think about delirium? So, right. Okay. So delirium. See? Huh? Thank you. Yeah, so, so, people, so what do you think about it? Cross the other side of the pub. I think delirium is great. So. <laughs> I, can't, I can't disagree. Um, okay, so delirium. How would I describe delirium? I think I've just... Missed you on the last one. Yeah, I'm back. Maybe. I mean, I'm back. Kind of. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see on stage. Okay. So we're trying to get him drunk before. Yeah. Before you leave, come before you check me. Sure, yeah, definitely. No problem. Yeah. Uh, right, so what do I think of delirium? What do you think uh, about okay, delirium? So... Let me first explain Unleash Memories, because this is important, it's, it's relevant, okay? okay it's oh, what do you think about Ferrari? Oh, let's uh, talk about Lamborghini. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, okay, so, yeah. So, you know, you, like, you never forget your first love, you have this emotional connection. You never forget your, your first, first love? Love, love. Lo oh, love, love. okay, love. yeah. Love, love, in English, love. Yeah, yeah. so, as I said, Love. Love. You just got schooled in English. Love. Love. Italian. I think to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of being trolled here. Right. So, so, okay. yeah. so. so Unleashed Memories, for me, I have an emotional connection mm -hmm. which nothing can really surpass. And that's kind of unfair on everything else. And I'm sure everybody has an album, which no matter how good other albums are, then for, for a reason you can't really describe, they're never going to be quite as good as, it, good as that album. I'm crying, look at that. Yeah, I know, you just put your finger in your beer and stuck it in your eye. That's how they do it in the movies. Emotional, okay. So, for me, for me, I genuinely believe that delirium is for me the... Yeah, I'll have another discovery. So let's have another beer, actually. Let's go Ripper. And a ripper. See, I actually show more respect to the people I interview. So, uh, come on, he's talking. Yes. What do you want? Uh, the Berlin, obviously, we are in England, so Berlin Pilsner, please. Oh, come on. No, really, I'm drinking this one. I'm, I don't want to change. I'm waiting to, I have to play. Milan to I, the I have to play. <laughs> yeah. Man, actually. Pilsner. Yes. Actually, you know what? I get wasted in Bristol uh, with the fucking Moretti. So. <laughs> I had seven more in the English pub. Cheers, mate. But, but in London, I had uh, 10 London Pride. And I'm proud of that. Yeah, I'm proud. Yeah, you did better than Gus. You should have seen him the next day. Oh, yeah, it was bad. It was a shit face. But... Okay, sorry, mate. Sorry, man. I've forgotten it. It's been so long. The, the question was uh, what do you think about the fucking delirium? We start so, to talk about the Unleashed Memories. Okay. But it's a different story. So, uh, let's go back to the delirium. 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 Is the 2016 Unleashed Memories. Awesome. Which is your favorite song on that album? Oh, wow. Now, straight. Oh, Easy. So fast. Don't think. Face. Don't think. <laughs> Just don't think. Emotion. Emotion. Downfall. Truth. Downfall. That's love you. I fucking love that song. Downfall. Okay. And uh, well, what do you expect from the new album from Looking Coil? The, I, I consider Delirium to be the new album. What do you expect from the fucking next album? Okay, so a couple of things I expect. Okay. Okay. One, one, keep the heaviness. Keep the heaviness. Keep the heaviness. Oh yeah, okay. so we'll do. Don't don't go back to that. <laughs> okay, don't 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 be a don't be a don't be a rock band. 
Don't be a rock band. Rock band. Yeah, don't be a rock band. Be a heavy metal band. Okay. Heavy metal. Okay. So oh, two, yeah. two, two. As I said to Andy, the strength in the vocals of Lacuna Coil is where Christine the, is being the, the, the strings. No, the strength. Strength. Okay. La forza. La forza. La forza. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The strength of the vocals in in Lacuna Coil. Yes. Is the diversity, the extreme diversity between Andrea and Christina. Okay. So don't have Christina try to do aggressive vocals and don't have Andrea focus on clean vocals to so that they become merged together. Okay. okay? Create wait 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 wait. You create heavy growl vocals. Yep. Okay, in Andrea. And you create operatic vocals in Christina and you use the music to create the harmony between Exactly, perfect. Okay. What that's what you need do to do. Do you do you can find any similarity 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 to about this to delirium uh, to the first demo? Yes. Like frozen feeling and shallow end? Right, you know, I haven't listened to my right. songs for a long time. I think there is. So, in fact, I would say that in, I'm trying to remember Frozen Feeling all the way back. You mm -hmm. had you you had dark growl vocals from Andrea. Yep. You had some some. Did you have that? It's been a long time. You did have some 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 like heavy. No, operatic high-pitched vocals from Christina. What is that? Lamb, two ways, with mac and cheese and chips. Yeah, that's why. Well, thank, thank you very, you very much. much. And then with the mash and the slaw, the lamb, two ways. There. So, the answer is yes. But people keep saying to me that Lacuna Coil have changed your sound dramatically over the years. And I think there's similarities all the way through, okay, in terms of the structure of the song. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stick it in this thing. That's a fucking awesome plate. You just want one for two people? Oh, um, come on. Yeah. Sorry, okay. Pause is very interesting. Can you put the fucking pause on this? I don't know how you do it. Okay. Hey, what's up? We are back. The food, food it was good. Eating food and so, beer. So, now. Let's go back to the question. Exactly. So, exactly. So, let's go back to the questions. I don't remember the last question, so forever, whatever. Uh, you were talking about delirium. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, what well, you say that? No, you didn't say that. You didn't. Oh, you downfall. say downfall. Because it's emotional. Exactly. And then, that's it, right? Yeah. No, no, so, you, is it? Was oh, that before or after we were talking about next album? I think we were talking about next album. We were talking about next album. Okay, yeah. So, what do you think uh, if we do as uh, Arch Enemy? We spoke Christina with a better chick, sing better, younger, cute, uh, kick ass girl. Well, you got her upgrade. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> So you are not one of those guys <laughs> think that Lacuna Coil is all about Christina, but it's more everyone in the band do make the difference. So my, my favorite songs of Lacuna Coil are about the, the songs where there's depth of music, yeah. there's bass, there's complexity in the guitars, no. and there's harmony between the male vocals and the female vocals. Okay, cool. 
So it doesn't matter who's gonna sing it. No, the point is male vocal or female vocal. Awesome. <laughs> that's that's. I mean, let's be clear here. Yeah. There are so many bands that have a female singer. Uh huh. Okay. There are so many bands that have a male singer. There are not so many bands that to combine the two as successfully as Lacuna Corp. Yeah. Okay. So, so sorry. Vocally, that's what makes Lacuna Corp distinctive. So, what do you think about the depth of the music that supports that? Awesome. As I said before, it creates the harmony so, between the two voices. That's awesome. So, what do you think about all the bands uh, has a female voice, uh, but for the main single? They ask uh, a man uh, to sing with them, as uh, even Essence, uh, as uh, other bands did. Uh, what do you I, think I, about that? I don't judge them. I mean, if that's no, no, it's not judge. It's just uh, okay. The first single from Evan Essence, the Daredevils uh, soundtrack, you know, okay. they came out. Uh, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Everyone just called me and say, "Oh, I saw you guys have a have a song in the, in the movie." And say, "What the fuck are you saying?" Oh, really? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Then I listened to the music. I thought, this is not Christina. It's not us. It's something no. like Link Park. What do you yeah. think about that? Why they had to add the guy singing? I mean, to me, the song it was already done with her and the music. You know, it is not is a you uh, 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 uh. it's I, not necessary actually. You know why the okay. uh, so okay, interpreting the the question as I think you've asked, I would say that the disabled evidence. <laughs> <laughs> so bring me to life. My view is yeah. that there's a, there's a recognition <laughs> that. Male and female vocals can complement each other yeah. very, very well. Yeah. So more bands have done it. With the Temptation have done it. Nightwish have done it. Evanescence have done it. Nightwish did it as well. Yeah. Lightwish, really? Yeah, the bass player is now the singer. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't listen. Loads actually. of bands Amazing have done suck. it over the years. Okay. So, yeah. I'll cut, <laughs> I'll cut that bit out. Um, <laughs> loads of bands have done it because there is great diversity in that. The, the high female vocals versus the aggressive male vocals. So, so it, 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 okay. So if you're the audience, yeah, right, you want to put your, yourself in the position of someone listening to that band, and if you listen to a, a female vocal, yeah. that is saying, I don't know, it, it, interesting things, and you kind of see yourself as a listener. Of that male vocal, the same if you're a, a woman listening to the male vocal, which is what. You get the kind of the Michael Bublé's and the Justin Timberlake's as well. The, the yeah. female listening audience enjoy it mm -hmm. because it's like, you know, they talk about love and they go, oh, maybe he's talking to me, talking to my soul. Yeah. And if you're a man, you hear a female vocal, you get the same thing. So if you combine the two, yeah. then it creates, it max potentially maximizes your audience. Okay, yeah. cool. That's, yeah. that's a good, uh, great answer. Yeah. Bravo, man. Bravo. Uh, don't, so don't now, as far as all the band now with the female voice uh, mm -hmm. as a they are they have a female screaming as a man what do you think about they have a, a band with a male uh, singing like a pussy <laughs> <laughs> it's good work you know um okay so for me yeah the voice is a musical instrument Absolutely, yeah, and, I think And you can choose to play that musical instrument however you want, as long as you get the, mo the emotional yeah. message across to the, your listening audience. Mm -hmm. okay? So if having the male playing like a pussy yeah. gets the message across, then that's okay. Awesome. So you, you really would like to listen like a, I don't know, a Cannibal Chorus song? Uh, with a... No. I, I, 
I mean, it's no, no, because because there's expectations. Okay. Yeah. I don't listen to Cannibal Corpse with the expectation that they're gonna have that kind of sound. Okay. So cool. it, it it creates a disharmony. So that's why that's why no, so so that exactly that that's the point. So yeah. that's why. The band with the female singer, they play that kind of music. Now they have a female singer screaming. So, now, at this point, why you don't fucking get a fucking maid? So, are we talking like an arch enemy kind of thing here? No, I'm talking about every band. Uh, there's a lot. There's not all so, just about arch enemy. So, it's like uh, a lot of bands uh, as uh, a female singer screaming. It's not just arch enemy. Wait, uh, thick. So, there was more than... Uh, It's not all about Archeremy. Actually, I really like oh, Archeremy so, the way they sing, but um, as far as I grew up with Carcass, Cannibal Corpse, uh, so, uh, so. Brutal Fruit, that kind of band, you know. But I remember listening to Archeremy yeah. before I realized that the main singer was a woman. Really? Yeah, Angela no. Rosso. I okay. started, I, the, the, the first time I listened to them, I said, this is not a male he's singing. But it, it doesn't have, uh, yeah, it's a different tone than a male. Yes. For me, maybe I wasn't listening to it as well as you were listening to it, but I did. No, no, I listened to like, a cover. Actually, it was a um, um, uh, compilation. Mm-hmm. And actually, it was a fucking awesome song from there, from them. I just say, Ti lascio quello che ho pagato così l'ho detto tra i due. Ok, alla grande. Ci finisci andando. Ciao. Actually, no, I, I was a well, compilation. I recognized immediately it was a female. Well, I, I mean, mean, the tone is different. You, can, you cannot. No, I, mean, that, the that, that, tones. I mean, to be, to be honest with you, if, yeah. if, if Angela or any female vocalist wants yeah. to do that with their voice, yeah. I'm, I'm impressed, you know, that's exciting stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Okay, you okay. could book something. Let's fucking sex. Okay. Chat Sexy. Are you good with drinks? Yeah, oh, definitely. We good yes. with drinks. We good with drinks. So, um... So, yeah, I think, I, I think I've answered your question. Sorry, I'm... No, no, yeah, yeah, you did, you did. That makes sense. <laughs> you're like bad with a female voice, basically. Um... Not necessarily, I think this... Hmm. I... If you're gonna have a female vocal, I prefer that a female vocal sings in a way that I would want a female to sing to me, a woman to sing to me. And, and so if I had Screaming. a... Yeah, exactly. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way, uh, uh, I like it. Uh, okay, okay. So, <laughs> okay. What, what I... I'm, don't get me wrong, I like Arch Enemy, but... Do you know that we are drinking several beers Quite and I have beers. to go to on stage in an hour now? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, let's go for so, it. Yeah. What, what I'm saying is, I guess, that for me, female vocals, the, the, the female voice has a strength and a presence that male voice, don't, male voice doesn't have. Yes, agree okay. with you. And in the same way that the male voice has a strength and presence that the female voice doesn't have. Absolutely. So I, I prefer... But they pretend that they have Yeah, and I don't want that. I don't want that. I, I, I want so. the male voice that has a sense of masculinity. Yeah. And I want the female voice that has a sense of femininity. femininity. And there you go. I'm, I'm simple. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So. Uh, well, okay, what can I say then? Okay, just the last question. What could be the last question? I don't know. Until you uh, think of another one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay, what do you know. think? Uh, which cover you would like to listen from Lacuna Coil? As in one you've not done before? Existing or new? Obviously. No, new. Come new. On. Okay, so you want me to do. Um... Minchia Mike. Yeah. 
It's impressive, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you guys should do... Gosh, that's a hard one. And you're only asking me this question because I asked you a question yesterday about cover Let's be clear. Yeah, but I don't remember. No, no you don't remember. So, I never so, remember. So, I, I, spoons are too big for these... That's why the master is using the knife. There we go. Okay. Um, which <coughs> song should you cover? Yes. The Smith. No. Uh, um, I don't think it's worth enough for an So I would say the dream. I really Mama would love to see to listen to no. doing chicken tikka making mm. the. I made it. Need the loop, hang on. Really hard question. I made it through the rain. I remember having this discussion quite a few years ago on the Spar Forum. Yeah. Probably. And I wish I could remember what I said at the time. Coca Cola. No Coca Cola. Coca Cola. That'd be amazing. It could be like a tropical theme. Hold on, hold on. I think. Uh, this is going to be a very personal thing because it's really kind of reflected on songs I used to enjoy. Growing up. I would like to see Swatting. something like like With or Without You by U2. With or Without You. Yeah, I think U2 With or Without You, something like that. Um, I think would work really well if you kind of gave it the kind of treatment that you gave Lift to Tell by Madonna. So, so many people still speak Feeling to me and they say, what, Lift tells a cover song? Because they don't realise it. You yeah, know, right, right. Like, that one so, you want to what, uh, with or without you, in which way? In uh, my way or in a commercial way? Your way. way. Listen, okay. You said to me when we when we interviewed yesterday yeah. that you didn't approach Lift to Tell yeah. as a commercial yeah. song. Exactly. Okay. Done. That's my way. I, I'm not a big fan on the idea of creating commercial music for the sake of commercial music. You've got to create <laughs> music from the heart. Okay, that's where it works. That's Except where it that's connect with your audience. So don't do it commercially. Do it yeah. because it makes sense and you want to do it. And then if it works, it will work. And then it will sell anyway. Awesome. That's my point. Okay, I think uh, it's enough for today, guys. Uh, this was an interview I made to Craft from Antispiro and uh, here Marco from uh, 13 years later, and you still can't 30 seconds to Mars and uh, Open Cleaver, proud supplier. And uh, since uh, 2014, meat, beers, uh, cocktail, uh, bourbons. So, yes. I'm not even quite sure what to say about that interview other than uh, I wasn't expecting it. So apologies for the length, length of my answers. And uh, it was a bit different being interviewed by Marco. Um, but yeah, a bit crazy. Uh, I thought it was fun. And listening again, it's, it's quite hilarious, in fact. At least for me anyway. Uh, I guess you had to be there. Um, but I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> We come on to our Christmas review this week.
normally, of anybody who's been listening to the podcast for any length of time will know, we tend to <laughs> review the songs from the albums in order. Uh, but we thought we'd interrupt the flow. Sorry, we thought we would interrupt the flow this week, since it is so close to Christmas, with a review of the new single. Yes, Naughty Christmas. No, 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 no Naughty Christmas. Uh, just because we figured it would be a fun thing to do. So, which I, I'm pretty much assuming that's what Lacuna Core thought when they thought we should bring a Christmas song out. So without further ado, let's review this thing, shall we? Uh, who wants to go first? Does anybody want to go first for this one? It's a bit off-piste, but we'll give it a go. What do you want to... Russ, do you want to go first? Uh, I can go first, if you like, on the go subject of Naughty Christmas and the Krampus. Go on then, Russ, you can go first. This leads into a, a tale of two halves. But uh, yeah, no, I'm a big fan of this song. Um, you know, putting it bluntly, I think it's fucking brilliant and it's hilarious. <laughs> um, I think it's great because of the fact that musically it links with Delirium whilst at the same time it's a completely fun song. And, you know, again, for whatever reason, people, you know, you read, like, the the reviews online or people's comments on YouTube, like, it just makes me laugh. And it's like ugh, the power of the internet. Some people just don't get humour at all. No. It's like the whole song, the way Christina sings it is, she's playing the role of the girl, Andrea's playing the Krampus with the growls. And you see these comments of like, why is Christina singing this like really childish voice? I don't understand. It's silly. It's stupid. That's the fucking point of it. She's <laughs> playing a role of a small girl. It's a Christmas song. Like, lighten the fuck up. But getting over that hurdle, I just think it's great. Um, it's a lot of fun. I like, you know, it's musically simplistic, but it's heavy and light and dark all at the same time. It encompasses all the key elements of Lacuna Coil but it also sounds like a true classic Christmas song. And I do recall, I think it was in Birmingham or somewhere, we were talking with, with Marco about the song and he was sort of doing the drawings for what eventually became the artwork. And it just sums it up really, which is like, you know, they've tracked all the guitars, the bass, the drums, the vocals, the arrangements. And the thing that apparently took the longest and was the most difficult part of the song to record was like 10 seconds of jingle bells at the start of it. So, you know, it, it it's like, I can't get, I can't get the bells to jingle in time. He was saying, and it like, took like however many days, but yeah, I just think it's great. And I think the video is superb as well. Just, just for the humor and encapsulating the, the spirit of Christmas, but in a, you know, a dark, light, gothic, you know, the coup de coeur way. And it is it stands alone as a Christmas song and it also stands alone as a Lacuna Coil song. So, yeah, I think it ticks all the boxes. I think you're right. Mike, what do you think of it? Crikey, yes. I, I love it dearly. Um, and it, it ticks every box, as, as he mentions. Um, I do like the start of it where you think it's just going to be very, uh, very oh, sweet, bloody, bloody, blah. And then it has that slowed down turn and then gets heavier. And I think that that works. Um, with Andy as the Krampus and, and as um, Russ has already mentioned, the role of Christina, which if you don't get that, um, you need a bit of a slap in the face, to be honest, possibly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and it does work on so many levels. It's it's a nice song, uh, good length to it. And um, one, of the, one of my favourite lines is, um, 
Yeah, I can't even remember it now. Um, somewhere <laughs> about about drinking the glass of milk on the um, um, they put on the floor that bit. Oh yeah, um, yeah. because He's I think inside that the house to... looking for my room somewhere. Yeah, yeah. The glass of milk I put yeah, on yeah. the floor. Yeah, yeah. I think that relates to obviously people being good and waiting for Santa. That's obviously been and obviously if you're not good, the Krampus is going to come. And there we go. Um, and overall, I do I do love it. I listen to it a lot. And if if people listening to this haven't bought it. Um, why not? You need to. What the hell do you do? Listen to this podcast if you want. Yeah. Yes, it's exactly. Christmas. It's Christmas. Go out and buy the fucking song. Exactly. Otherwise, Krampus will get you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, although I have to say, in my house, there's never been a glass of milk put out for Santa. No, no, no just glasses of wine that it's, get turned into mulled wine. It's Jack Daniels <laughs> out for Santa in my house. It always has been. So, that's what I've told my kids to do. He, yeah. he, quite, he quite like he's quite partial to that. Uh, so my own thoughts on this. I mean, you guys have summed it up. Uh, it's it's a uh, hilarious and your point you made, or both of you made about people not getting it taken too seriously. Just just these are the same people that still think that there's going to be a, a proper video for closer. Um, or I like it. <laughs> or I, oh, sorry, that's what I mean. Sorry, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. People, they'll come out saying they're going to release a proper one. That wasn't a real video. I mean. <laughs> If you know Lacuna Curl, if you know them as individuals, you'll know that they were talking about a fun group of people that don't take life too seriously. And this, the fact that they brought out this very well thought out, in my opinion, uh, song, and takes a different slant on it, you know, focusing on the, the Krampus mythical counterpart to Santa, I think is brilliant. And it's just inspired. Uh, I think the opening, you know, you, t- you said it's a bit like uh, the Delirium, and you're right. There's... There's things here which hook it back into the album. You know, there's um, Take Me For A Ride, there's that kind of thing. There's at least two or three songs on, on Delirium where the opening starts off lighter and then twists into something else, usually going much darker and heavier. And we get that here, as you say, with the kind of the jingle bells, uh, that cliche which then becomes the, the heaviness of the song. Uh, I think oh, it's just brilliant. So much fun. Everything about this makes me smile over and over again. It's a song that doesn't take itself too seriously and yet, is quite dark as you say i think my favorite part is the verse before the verse you mentioned about um about the milk i really like the bit where andy's singing sat here with chains rowdy children be afraid one at a time i'll take you away i love mm. that bit actually it's the way he says it and that the, the line very dark yeah it's like sat here with chains rowdy children be afraid and then you got that nah, 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 nah. oh it's just just makes me laugh it's just great and the chorus is just so much fun, isn't it? Yeah, the naughty Christmas. Just they must have had a blast recording this. Once they put the jingle bit bits down, of course. <laughs> um, apparently, people were saying that this they were wondering what the effects are on Christina's voice, but I'm led to believe that there's no effects. It's just her intentionally singing like a child and doing a very good job of it as well. Which, you know, I think is brilliant. Into herself, yeah. and once again, another dimension to her singing voice, which already has so many dimensions, it's hard enough to keep up. Um, it's not serious, and no one should think it is. In my opinion, serious Christmas songs just have never worked for me. They haven't. Well, actually, I'll take that back. There's only one that's worked worked for me, and that'll be Greg Lake's brilliant I Believe in Father Christmas, which is a very old 1970s song, about 1974, 1975, uh, which is serious, got a great message to it, and probably my favourite Christmas song. Uh, But this is up there as well. This is just so much fun great to listen to and it's a great addition to fun christmas tunes that um now we get to play one of our own that feels like one made for us which is fantastic i love it i'll be put that on repeat all the way over christmas 
And my family love it as well. My daughter was just playing it over and over again and laughing. So, fad, brilliant. What a great idea from Lacuna Coil. Well executed. Uh, feels like their song. Uh, light-hearted. Uh, great. And the lyric video is fun as well. Even the way that the words splatter all over the screen. You know, a lot of thought's gone into the whole concept. And you're right, Russ, when we interviewed Marco in Birmingham, he was actually in the process of drawing it then. I remember we were interrupting him, drawing and looking over his shoulder going, wonder what he was doing. Uh, great, great song. Russ, we giving scores out of 10, I mean, maybe it's a little unfair on a Christmas song because it's not the same as one of their regular songs, but what would you give it? Um, as a standalone Christmas song, um, it's probably my favourite Christmas song. Um, I'll give it a solid 9 out of 10. And one thing that I didn't mention about this, I think, is the best part of the song and the b- most brilliant part of the song is if you go on YouTube or you go on the band's website, if you watch the lyric and the drawn video that Marco has put together and you watch the music and the vocal melodies that Christina does with the lyrics, her vocal phrasing on this song and how she actually sings the song is amazing because there's so many words that she just sort of breaks up, but she just creates so many little runs and melodies. So again, it just, you know, it's a Christmas song. It's a fun song, but it just shows another strength to her talents and skills. Yeah, absolutely. So there you go. Nine out of 10, you say? Nine out of 10. Nine out of 10. Wow. Okay. Mate, what about you? Perfect 10. Love it. And I'll listen to it in about 10 minutes when we finish or whenever that may be. (laughs) Fair enough. I'm giving it a 9 out of 10 as well. I mean, it's it's almost a perfect song for me. I think in terms of a Lacuna Corps song, well, we don't, we, don't, we don't count it. I don't count it in that context. As a Christmas song, it is just marvellous. So, yeah, 9 out of 10. Uh, and I hope they, they do another one. Or well, maybe I don't. I'm not sure. Maybe this just needs to be the special one-off. Do an Easter hymn next. I was going to say, what about a Halloween oh. track? There we go. Or one for all the yeah. I would. I would love to see this as like a surprise one year, like a pre-Christmas show in like Milan, and they come out for the encore and play this. It would be fucking amazing. Uh, uh, uh. Well, a couple of years ago, they they were wearing Santa outfits. Yeah, they played yeah. In Milan. That was uh, I was there for that one. Took a load of photos and managed to catch catch a video at the time. Uh, I mean, that was different. That was a lot of fun. Um, again, these they kind of encapsulate the spirit of Christmas, having so much fun with what they were doing. Uh, I don't know why, but I, I was this. This song, it it has a Dr. Zeus feel about it. It's like the Grinch that stole Christmas. I could well imagine them yeah. coming out, but all being dressed up in green and mm. prancing around the stage like the Grinch. Um, except for Andy, who needs to come out with a, like a massive horned creature with hooves. He can be the Krampus. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, great, great song. As you said earlier, if you don't own this, go out and get it now. I mean, it's, what is it, a dollar? or I don't know. It's not a lot of money. Um, well worth having. And well worth repeating throughout Christmas Day. So, uh, a bit of a monster episode from us today. Uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Hope this keeps, gives you something to listen to over Christmas if you're bored of whatever's on TV or you've played through whatever game you've got or whatever it might be. Uh, I hope we'll manage to get together over the rest of the Christmas period and, and move on with our reviews of the rest of the delirium. And of course, we've got lots of interviews that we want to share with you all. But until then, uh, I want to wish you a happy Christmas and a prosperous new year. Keep it metal and uh, keep listening to Lacuna Core. And guys, I also want to thank you personally for your support and friendship throughout 2016. Uh, It's been great, and I hope we get to do it all over again in 2017.
Indeed. And I would just like to say the same. Happy Christmas and a very wonderful new year to everybody Yeah, that's listening. Keep on listening for the surprises that will come up in the new year. And on a personal note, again, thanks to you, Matt, for everything you do and also to you, Russ. Same. Um, and it's a pleasure to know you you both. And let's um, let's make 2017 another good year. Likewise, um, yeah, exactly as you two guys have said, it's it's been a pleasure. It continues to be a pleasure, and uh, long may it continue to uh, to carry on. And the only thing to watch out is uh, don't let the Krampus get you on Christmas Day. Don't let him drag you away. Absolutely, indeed. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Cheers, cheers, guys.